0: Hi, my name is David Siegler, and welcome to my podcast. So I've got something I want to get off my chest. It's something that's been troubling me for a little while. And uh, friends, new friends to the industry, new friends who want to start their own packaging business, ask me this question all the time. I want to give you my take on this. And if I'm being completely honest, I made a mistake. And I'm going to share that with you now. So here's the thing. People coming into the industry, they say to me, David, deal packaging, does it really work? Can I package deals in the southeast of England? Can I package deals in and around London? I don't think it works. I can't make the arithmetic work. I don't think it's going to happen for me. And I just want to share with you that London is the best place to package deals today. Absolutely the best place. If I was starting out today, I would go to London and earn my fortune in London. But the thing is, you all know that I work in Manchester. I went from Brighton to Manchester to build my deal packaging business. Why did I do that? Because I did it before I was educated, before I understood how this stuff works. It was a massive mistake. It has cost me, and this is no exaggeration, millions of pounds. And I will explain to you why in just a few minutes. It's cost me millions of pounds in my property business. But I'm too entrenched there now. I'm too involved there now. And I've got lots of property there now, over 50 units. And I've got loads of tenants there now. So it's too late for me to change now. It's not something that I want to do. And I don't have the financial imperative to do it. If I was setting out today to build my business in property, to build my deal packaging business in property, London is the place that I would go. But why would you do it, Dave? What is it in London that's so special? How would that work? Let's just let me give you the overview. So those of you who know a little bit about my story. In 2004, I went to Manchester and I started buying houses. And finance was very different then. You could do it on the phone, if you could mist up a mirror. You qualify for a mortgage. And you got money so easily. And I went out buying little terraced houses, Coronation Street type houses, and I was buying them like Kit Kats, just for fun. But it was a huge mistake, it was an error. I should have gone to London. And here's why: in pound shillings, and pence. Because 50 houses in Manchester today. When I originally bought them, yes, they went up in value a bit. They did. They were actually quite a long way ahead at one point. And then 2008 came the crash and the values went down. The rent rolls weren't affected. The cash flow wasn't affected, but the values of the houses went down. And now values have recovered. Values have recovered. We are just about back to where we were when the crash happened. Pre-crash values, 2007 values. If I'd gone to London and not bought 50 houses, but I bought just five houses in 2004, where would I be today? If I'd spent a million pounds on houses in 2004, five houses at 200 grand each, you could do that in 2004, but you can't do it today in London. Very hard to buy any house at all in London for 200 grand today. So it's cost millions of pounds millions of pounds for me to do what I've done. And you should not make that mistake. You shouldn't. And here's the thing I should have known about it. My grandma, God rest her soul, left me a house. And I'll tell you exactly where it was. It was in Brownlow Road, Southgate. And she left me a house when she passed away. And um, in 1980, I wanted to sell the house. The reason I wanted to sell the house was I wanted to start a new business. So I did sell the house, and I did start the new business. But the business didn't last. The business is long gone now. And I sold the house at the market rate at the time, which was £30,000. So this time last year, I was on holiday. I was in Tenerife. I was talking to a guy. He was there with his family, and guess where they lived? They lived in Brownlow Road, Southgate. And I told him this story, and he said, oh, that's so painful. Do you want to know what those houses are worth today? I live in a four-bed, semi-detached in Brownlow Road. This house that I sold was a four-bed, semi-detached in Brownlow Road. I said, please don't tell me it's going to hurt. I know it's going to hurt. He got to one million point, and I stopped him. I didn't want to know. So that's the power of sourcing and packaging and buying property in and around London and the southeast, And there are so many opportunities now. So my good friend, Jamie York, who's got a packaging business in and around London, he has quite a big database of investors, but he's got 700 investors who specifically only want to buy in London. And a good proportion of them are not concerned about Rent roll. They're not concerned about the yield. They're not concerned about the return on capital employed today. They're not concerned about the condition of the building. They don't mind if it's a bit run down. What they're concerned about is the postcode. They want SW2. They want SW5. And the reason they want that is very, very simple. And you know the reason they want that is because at the moment there's a pause in the London market. As I speak, there's a pause. People are complaining. They forget all the great years they've had, but they're complaining now that nothing's happening, that the London market's falling back a bit. But here's the thing, in 20 years' time, where are those good prices going to be? In London. And if I'd bought 20 years ago in London, where would I be today? I'd be broadcasting this from a beach, my toes in the sand. I'd be millions of pounds more wealthy. But I didn't do it. Because I thought it was hard. I thought it was difficult. And it's not because now I'm educated and I know how to do this stuff. I should go off to London and start doing this stuff now. And friends in the industry are doing it now as well. So it doesn't have to be in inner London. It doesn't have to be in greater London. It can be in and around London. So target places like the airports. Gatwick Airport. We've got a friend in the industry who is targeting... Houses in Crawley to serve Gatwick Airport. And Crawley's a fantastic place to buy. It's the next big thing. If you're looking for a gold mine area and you're within 30 minutes drive of Crawley, wherever you are, go to Crawley. And the same would apply to Harlow, because the principle's the same. I'm going to explain the principle now. So Harlow and Crawley are new towns. So basically built in the 70s. There's a huge stock of ex-council houses, three bedrooms, very generous room sizes because they were built to a different specification in those days. We've got people now packaging deals in Crawley to serve Gatwick Airport on a serviced accommodation basis. So you don't have to bash any walls about. We don't have to multi-let and be subject to all of the criteria that multi-lets are subject to, all the licensing issues. They are actually buying houses and providing them on serviced accommodation, not to holidaymakers, but to contractors, to aircrew, to staff, to people that work at Gatwick Airport, and you could do the same in Harlow, for Stansted. That's what people are doing. And they're brilliant places to work. So if we take Crawley, it's 30 minutes from the sea, it's 30 minutes from Victoria on the train. There is zero unemployment, full employment in Crawley. A massive appetite for rooms. And in the southeast, it would be top of my list of places to go because you can still get a three bed, generous size ex council terrace property in Crawley in a decent area for less than 250 grand. But you can get three to three and a half grand a month if you have serviced accommodation guests in your property in Crawley. And there's a massive demand. So my friend who's doing this, there are 40 contractors that she cannot house because she hasn't got enough properties. So there's a massive pent-up demand for this stuff. So get to Crawley, get to Croydon, get to London. So that's just one strategy you can use working in the southeast of England. But there's so much more. So find the money in London. There are, There's no shortage of money in London. I went to a network meeting in Guildford, in Surrey. Guildford. And a friend in the room came up to me during the break, said, the thing is, Dave, I can't find any investors. I can't find anyone with money. We were in the Holiday Inn in Guildford. I explained that if you walk in any direction from the Holiday Inn, just one mile, there are billions of pounds, billions of pounds in that circle, one mile from the Holiday Inn in Guildford. Many of those people are really worried because they're getting less than 1% on return on their money in the high street, in a bank, in a building society, wherever they're holding it, on the high street. And they know inflation is several points higher than that in the real world. I think uh, inflation in my world is significantly higher than that. That's what I experience on a daily basis, filling my car up, living my life. So you can heal their pain. All you've got to do is meet these people. So go and find people with money, and there are people in our industry doing it today. There are friends I am working with who are bringing me investors with money, and because I'm based, or my business is based in the north of England, and these investors believe they're looking for high cash-flowing, high-yielding deals, they come to me and friends like me in the industry, we fulfil that order for them. We give them what they think they need. But I think they're wrong. I think they need to invest their money in London. Because London going forward, once again, is going to lead the country forward in property prices when everything takes off again. I think we'll take off again. You know, it doesn't go up in a straight line, but we know that over time, property goes up. And property in the south of England goes up more than property in the north of England. I mean, I went and looked at some properties in West Lancashire, and um, the person who was showing me these properties said, Fantastic value, Dave. Look at this, you can get a terraced house for £30,000. The thing is, it's taken 2,000 years to get to 30,000 pounds. I don't want to wait another 2,000 years for it to double again. And it's very interesting. At Christmas, I saw a house in a northern town in West Lancashire on the market for 28,000 pounds. This was in one of the papers. But in Harrods at Christmas, they had a doll's house for sale for 28,000 pounds. And the doll's house sold, but the house in West Lancashire didn't sell still on the market today. So that's just a, there are several lessons there, but the main lesson is the amount of money that's available in and around London. You've only got to walk up and down Regent Street. I did it recently. Look in the shops. Look at the quality of the shops. Look at the amount of people that go and use in those shops. London is the place to go. So, I'm having a bit of a rant at all those new friends to the industry and say who say to me, David, it doesn't work in London, it doesn't work in I'm working oh I live in Weybridge. You know, I'll never get a deal in Weybridge. Well maybe you will, maybe you won't. Maybe you've got to travel just a little bit. Maybe you've got to go down the A three till you get to Kingston. Plenty of opportunities in and around Kingston. But the thing is, your investors need to invest in London because the returns they get over time are just going to be anywhere else in the UK. So we've made the decision. We're going to start investing in London. But now with my education, I know a lot more than I knew before. So how are we going to build the business? What are we going to do? For a start, on the investor side, get along to the property network meetings. There are dozens of them now, all in London. Build your profile. Pick your favourite ones, not the ones that are not about packaging deals in London. For instance, there are some big property meets in London now that are just about commercial opportunities and commercial conversions because everyone thinks that's cool. I think houses are cool and investing in houses. So go to ones where you can talk to people about investing in houses. Go and see agents. Agents in London have been very independent. And they didn't want to talk to people over the last 5, seven, ten years. Because the market was booming. It's all very different now. They will sit and talk to you if you put a serious proposition to them. So you've got to find the money and go to the agent. These are the same fundamentals that you would use anywhere else in the UK. Go to auctions. Any of you been to uh, any of the London auction houses. Everything you need for your property business are in those auction rooms. I don't mean auctions to buy properties. I don't want you buying properties at auctions. I want you to meet the people who work in auction rooms. I've got friends in the property business in London whose place of work are those auction rooms. They run their whole business from those auction rooms. All they do is attend auction rooms. They even buy in an auction and then sell the same property next month in the same auction room they'll go to the unsold lots table they'll talk to the team there they'll get an idea of what the market is there All there is a whole community that works in the auction rooms go to the auction rooms pick the next best area here's where i would go this is where i would start i would start just south of the river south of the on the isle of dogs I would work my way across from Woolwich, Greenwich, Erith out to Dartford. I'd even go to Peckham. Peckham could be the next biggest thing. I can remember I can remember in my time where when you wouldn't go to Hackney, but Hackney is cool now. You would never buy a place in Hackney. I met somebody on holiday at Christmas, uh, and he's a London investor. Uh, I started talking to him. I had no idea he was 91 years of age. No idea. He said to me, Dave, it's just a number. And uh, this is what he did. He was a furniture maker after the war. He used to make bespoke furniture um, in and around central London. Uh, He worked in the East End. And he started buying flats in Hackney when nobody wanted flats. Uh, And he used to produce 500 quid as a deposit, and they were £2,000 per flat, £2,000, and he borrowed the under, other £1,500 from the bank, and that was what he did, and every time he got his hands on £500, he went and bought a flat in Hackney that nobody wanted, and the tenant, in effect, would pay the mortgage with the rent, and he's never sold anything, and I said to him, how many did you buy? He said, oh, I've got hundreds of them. Now, this is serious, serious stuff, folks. You ought to look at this. So where is the new Hackney? You can't buy in Hackney now. Flat in Those flats in Hackney today, one, two beds in Hackney, 300 grand plus, got to be that. So start south of the river. Those are the cheapest houses in London. You can still buy an ex-council house in Woolwich for around a quarter of a million pound. You can. So start in Woolwich, Greenwich, Erith, out to Dartford, Go to Peckham, have a good look round. You know, I know today you might think that's a bit of a punt, but I am telling you in 15, 20 years' time, it's going to be gentrified, people are going to be moving out because they can't afford to live in the middle of London anymore, and it ripples out that way, and that's the way that I would go. And if you're heading in that direction, keep going. You know, keep going out towards the Medway towns. Go to Maidstone, go to Gillingham, go to Chatham. You know, it's only half an hour's drive up the A2 towards that area south of the river where you should be investing. That's what I would do if I was starting today. I'd go to Crawley. If you're north of London, I'd go to Harlow. I'd buy, I'd buy three-bed ex-council terraced houses from the 1970s. I'd work that strip from Greenwich out to Erith to Dartford and I'd go to the Medway towns and start buying there because the Medway towns are just too cheap for what they are. Too cheap for the accommodation that you can buy there. So start there. I'm really excited. If I'm sounding enthused about it, it's because I am. I'm really excited about the opportunities in south and east of London and that's where you ought to go. And then you get a foot on the ladder and maybe you can move a bit more central, buy something a bit more trophy, buy something you'd be proud to own. You know, by the time you get five, ten years down the road, your financial situation will be completely transformed by capital growth and by investing in the right place. So in summary, if you're just starting out, if you're building your property business today, if you want to package deals today, if you want to source and sell deals today, don't just think, well, I'll go up north because the cost of entry is lower, so it's going to be easier. It's Just because it's easier now, it's going to cost you hundreds of thousands of pounds, hundreds of thousands of pounds as you go forward. So go and have a look where in London is the most affordable at this point and start to build your business there, in and around London, in and around the great airports. That's where you need to be. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.